This show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Listen up, NFL fans. K just dropped a collection of officially licensed NFL jewelry. Shop your favorite team in the True Fans Fine Jewelry Collection at k.com slash truefans. Gear up for the season and celebrate the love of the game with K. Wounded Warrior Project is working to foster the most successful generation of veterans in our nation's history. One of the ways they do that is through adaptive sports. Veterans are some of the most resilient people on the planet. It's not about what you can't do after experiencing injury or illness. It's about tapping into what you can do. Learn more about how Wounded Warrior Project's adaptive sports programs are changing lives at www.woundedwarriorproject.org sports. This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's about to go. This is the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast, where we talk history of the game numbers and stats. And each week we highlight a charity that's doing good. If you haven't subscribed yet, then you should, because I'm this, 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 this the, the real deal. And you know I gotta shout out the Buffalo Bills. Turn it up to the max, sit back and relax. This the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Let go! Okay, what is up, Bills Mafia? Welcome into this episode of the Buffalo Nerd, your home for Buffalo Bills football with a charity on top. Brought to you by Minute Media and Fansided. This is going to be our week 17 preview show. The Dirty Birds from the South heading up to the cold, cold weather of Orchard Park to take on the Bills in week 17, in which is a crucial matchup for the Bills moving forward. Every game counts. Every game matters. They are all must wins, and it doesn't matter what happens to anybody else. It's all about the Buffalo Bills making sure they come out with these victories these next two weeks. And it starts with Atlanta this week. So in this show, we'll do what we typically do. We're going to break things down a little bit, kind of what to look for, where we expect this to play out and what we think is going to take place. But as we always do, before we get uh, into the football stuff, we're going to go ahead and we're going to highlight a charity this week. Uh, And of course, this is the last day of the new year. So happy new year to everyone out there uh, listening in. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate the Nerd Mafia. It's been an incredible year for the nerd so far this year. And when we started this year, we started out the year highlighting this charity. So I wanted to circle it all back and make sure that I bring it back to them to finish out the year. So this week, we're going to be highlighting the Cerebral Palsy Foundation. And so obviously, you guys can find everything that they're up to over at yourcpf.org. That's yourcpf.org. Um, you can actually get linked over there from the buffalonerd.com as well um, because they are a spotlight charity for the year. Uh, so cerebral palsy foundation obviously hits home, you know, for me um, with my son, Calvin, having cerebral palsy, uh, like many of you know, that you've been listening throughout the year. Um, you know, I have an aunt that's had it, um, you know, it's affected our lives and my family. And so it's a foundation that uh, I think is important. Um, they're all about making sure the folks with different, uh, with cerebral palsy are getting opportunities to get all the tools and gear and everything that they could possibly need and all of the research that's going into finding out how these things are taking place, how we can identify them sooner so we can help treat these things all sooner. Um, Calvin got very kind of lucky early on that we found out very early on in the process. So he was in therapy, you know, three days a week, three different kinds of therapies, you know, like, so the sooner you can find out, the better off it is. So there's organizations out there like the Cerebral Palsy Foundation that are really supporting the cerebral palsy community. And that's why I chose them this year. 
Uh, they may be again next year as well uh, moving forward. I haven't decided yet, but make sure you guys are heading over to yourcpf.org to check out everything they're up to. Uh, if you know anybody that has CP or you know family friends that do, shoot this information over to them. There's resources. There's all sorts of good stuff. So very cool organization. Um, you know, thrilled that we could kind of highlight them this year, and uh, we look forward to potentially doing that again next year. Now. This feels like one of those games, right? Because you're coming up against a team. I think when you tell most people, yeah, you're playing the Atlanta Falcons, everybody goes, well, that's a pushover, no big deal, that's a win. This is basically a 500 football team. Now, granted, they haven't really beat anybody of high caliber. Um, they've played some good teams close, but this is a team that still technically could potentially, if they win out, get into the playoffs in the NFC the way things that are going right now. So this team will be prepared to come in. And they've got a veteran quarterback. Uh, we have not had great success against this team in history. I think it's one in four uh, against the Falcons. Um, and so far this season, they've went two and one against the AFC East, beating both the Dolphins and the Jets, uh, lost to New England in shutout fashion. So I find that we really, really, like I mentioned up the top, this game comes down to nothing more than this is all about the Buffalo Bills. Nothing to do with the Falcons. They're going to come in here prepared. They're going to come in here to try to win. And they're going to come in here to try to be a spoiler, if anything, on top of that. So we need to be ready and be prepared. So let's start at the very top. Offensively, uh, it looks like we got everybody back. And we're getting everybody back from COVID and things of that nature. So we'll see what the offensive line looks like. Remember, we got no Ike Butker now um, due to the injury. Uh, it's a big loss. Uh, Bates looked really good in filling in last week. So I, I'm, I'm anticipating that Bates may be the guy again this week. Um, we'll see where they stand. They've always kind of gone back to Feliciano when he's been available. Um, I'm, I'm not really on board with that this time around. He's uh, He kind of was showing earlier in the season that he wasn't quite there. And I think the way that Bates came in and he played, um, there's, there's some room to let the young guy run and let him go. And then best case scenario, if something happens, he's not doing well. He's struggling like he may as a younger player. You've got Feliciano sitting there that could step in, similar to how Dion came in for Spencer last week, even though that was a little bit of a different situation. So we're healthy. Uh, we, we got everybody back from the COVID. It'll be interesting to see how we now work in Gabe Davis and Cole Beasley back into this and still keep Isaiah McKenzie involved. But this 100% boils down to Josh Allen, the offensive line, the entire offense. Just keep it clean exactly how you were against the New England Patriots last week. Calm, cool, collective. Take what they're going to give you and go into it knowing that you can't be stopped. Because this team's played some decent teams tight, um, you know, but realistically, they're kind of a team that I think once you get going and you get moving, we should be able to really put up some points on this team especially in our own building. Um, it looks like it's going to be cold, little weather in there. So we'll see what we try to do. You know, this game, 20, 30 mile an hour winds, I think is the report right now. So we'll see. But it's 100% just execution. Take what they're giving us. Hold on to the football and just keep your head. Because uh, I didn't really have to mention it too much in, in the last step, but that was one of the first weeks last week where we typically watch the Bills unravel when things are happening and the Patriots were unraveling last week. So I want to see that very headstrong. We are going to win this game. There is absolutely no way that they can stop us offense this week. And it starts with J.A. 17. He should have 
a very similar day to what he did against the Patriots last week. If all goes well, and it's not crazy windy or something stupid like that, because I don't necessarily think that that's going to go ahead and stop us from trying to throw on this team. And like I've been mentioning for weeks now, I think it's important that we just keep doing what it is that we're doing. If I needed one guy to probably step up this week besides J17, it's just going to be the line. It's not even one guy. The offensive line, very good week last week. Build off of that. Ever since Tampa, they've kind of been shuffling and moving and still been successful. So I think that's uh, super important this week that it's going to boil down to the offensive line, just keeps it clean, and the Bills will be successful. They don't have anybody over there that can stop Stephon Diggs. They, at this point, don't really have many people that can potentially stop the other guys on the field as well. Keep the run, injecting the run game and just go in here. Nice. Execute your game plan and the Bills will be successful. The main reason that I think that, that they're also going to be successful, not only because the offense shouldn't really be stopped in this game, is because of what's on the other side of the ball for us on defense. This team has been lights out. Uh, I got no reason to not believe that they can't keep this offense kind of under control. Uh, they, they might make plays. They've got Cordell Patterson over there, who's a dynamic playmaker. Um, you know, we've still been getting gashed by that run a little bit here and there, giving up a big play. He's definitely a guy that can do that. They get him in space. He's big. He's fast. He's having a phenomenal year, but he's the piece of the puzzle. Russell Gage, uh, you know, they're without Calvin Ridley. They got Kyle Pitts, the nice young tight end, who's a he's a dynamic player. But I, from what we've been just going up against, minus you know, minus this game against New England, which Bourne and Myers, those are good wide receivers. They got good tight ends. But going back to like Brady when we were up against Evans and Gronk and everybody, this defense. I'm not worried about it. Russell Gage, I'm not worried about him getting on Levi Wallace. I've watched Levi the past couple of weeks against better better talent, and he's performed well. Will this tight end be a, be a thing? Maybe. We've, we've had trouble with the, the tight end in the past. It has been an Achilles heel this year. Uh, it really feels like we've kind of handled that. So I'm not anticipating that this offense has a ton that they can do. No where 84 is. Keep your eye on Patterson. And then just don't give Matt Ryan time. This is this guy is very similar to playing against Tom Brady. He he isn't Tom Brady, and he can't make all the throws and everything the way that Tom Brady can and read things as well as Tom Brady can. But he can be as good as Tom Brady. So it's going to be important to move him around, get in his face, defensive line, just stand up and do your thing, get around him, get at his feet, make him uncomfortable, make him think fast. It's already going to be outside in conditions, which he, he played at Boston College. So I don't think that he's not capable of playing in those conditions, but we've definitely seen dome teams not play as well outside in the temperature when it's cold outside, when the wind's whipping and there might be some snow coming down. So Bill's Mafia will be super effective in this game, I imagine, uh, just being loud and proud and showing up when it's cold, the offensive line, especially if they start getting eaten up by this defensive line that's been looking good. That's all we really need to do. This back end can protect linebackers, perform Milano and Edmonds. Just this has to just a hundred percent just be a game of execution. We don't need to be spectacular or anything in, on either side of the ball in this game. Just be good. Keep the penalties down. 
create a couple turnovers. And this should be a game that we kind of control from the beginning. I, I really, really like the way that we're trending right now. And I don't want to necessarily say that this team doesn't have any shot whatsoever. But I don't feel like they should have any shot whatsoever. The way the defense has been performing right now against lesser quality, excuse me, against higher quality offenses than what they're going to be facing right now. So with that being said, though, this does have that feeling of a little bit of a trap game coming off that big win. You're back in the driver's seat. So I need the defense to keep the penalties down. Give me a couple turnovers uh, and, and just get Matt Ryan off the spot. We do all those things. We'll be highly successful in this game. Special teams. Again, actually, let me back up for a second because I wanted to highlight Harrison Phillips this week um, and speaking about that de the defensive line because he has been balling out in the run game. I don't know what has clicked for him in the past few weeks, but he has been very, very good in the run game. He is playing very good football. And uh, I just wanted, I wanted to take a moment to just kind of highlight him because he, he quietly at the beginning of the year was he wasn't doing great and he was in and out of the lineup and he was kind of one of those guys that you felt like was going to be on the bubble here moving forward in the future um, at the position. But the way he's performing here at the end, uh, he's he's racked up like 33 tackles in the past, like three or four games. Um, he's just he's playing very good football. His run. I feel like he has almost turned the run defense around a little bit on his own when he's been on the field. So props to him. Special teams. Like we pretty much say every week. Don't mess up. Just don't mess up. Let's 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 not punt again. If it's going to be crappy weather, let's just do that. Let's just be like, hey, we don't punt anymore. We just bring we just carry a punter just cause, but we just don't punt anymore because we're too busy being successful on all the other downs. But that's all I need from the special teams this week. This is a game where I'm not worried about bass. I'm not really even worried about the punter anymore. I feel like he's developed in his his movement and that things look pretty smooth coming off of him. But this is a potential game where you get that big play from the special teams that is the final dagger, is the changing point in the momentum of this game to really take this game to the next level for the Bills to dominate. But we haven't had it happen yet. But I did talk about in the phase report, I'm happy with where we stand right now with Stevenson back there. We'll see what happens, you know, with all the wide receivers being back. Uh, if they end up going back to Isaiah at the punt position due to the fact that we might just have to shuffle bodies and we might want him up instead of somebody else. Um, but we'll see what that looks like, um, you know, come game time. But this, it, we've been waiting all year for it. It feels like a good time to maybe have that breakthrough, just bust the wall down, punt return for a touchdown, you know, kick return for a touchdown or special teams makes a huge play, fumble recovery for a touchdown, something along those lines. But all in all, the theme, again, execute. Just be consistent. Step up and do your thing. Make the right move. I, I loved seeing last week the penalty number was down to, I think it was five we finished at, which is still more than the other team had. But I feel like if we if we really start knocking that number down, and we continue to play good football, we're going to finish out. So I think you might have gathered the general theme of this whole thing for this week is just win through execution, calm, cool, and collected. This is a team that you should be able to beat. You're in your building um, where you have had some struggles this week, but you're coming off a nice – the last time you were there, it was a good showing. 
um, against a much better defense than what this is right here. So I feel like this game should be a Bills victory. I'm going to say similar to what we did last week, probably. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to put us around 34. And I'm going to say this is going to be 34 to nine. Uh, I don't think we're going to let them get in the end zone here. Um, you know, if they do, um, we still might get to that nine as they try to go for two or something late. But uh, I think that this is a, a dominant performance for the Bills. We'll probably see another 400-yard offensive game potentially. Just depends on what we try to do here. If we try to slow it down due to the weather and kind of just calm and cool and take our time about it. But all in all, this should be a Bills victory. Execute. We own our own destiny at this point. Like I mentioned at the top, I usually kind of trickle down and talk about all the other games that are taking place. None of that really matters anymore. It's all about getting that division win. Or excuse me, getting the division, winning the division, because then we're in. That's all this is at this point. Just win our next two games so we are 100% in, and we will see where it falls from there. Personally, I think we're going to end around three, um, which could get us a showdown. Um, you know, with somebody like the Patriots again here early in the playoffs or something along those lines. Do we get a little higher maybe because of who some of these other teams have to play? Um, one, I think it's still in the mix technically. Um, it's, it's a pretty long shot at this point, but one is still in the mix. Um, you know, you never know with uh, Tennessee, they've been kind of stepping up, but the Colts are nipping heels right there too. Um, you know, so this game is all about just finish, win the division. You know, you're in. And then you take it from there. You know that your next three games, if you just win these two, you get to play another one at home, you hang out at home, and you wait and see who you're going to get. So execute, composure, calm, cool, and collected. Buffalo Bills will win this game, and we'll move on to the Week 18 showdown with the Jets. That's going to do it for this week's Week 17 preview show. Uh, like I've talked a bunch, I'm expecting Bill's victory here. Um, but for everything Bill's, make sure you guys are heading over to the buffalolowdown.com. That's buffalowdown.com. Uh, for everything that those guys are up to over there, they're putting out good work, good articles, keys to the game, you know, big time players, MVP rankings, all that kind of stuff. A lot of good information. For everything I'm up to, you guys can find me over at thebuffalonerd.com. And, of course, make sure you guys are heading over to yourcpf.org to check out what the Cerebral Palsy Foundation is up to and uh, ways that you can support them and help out or just get information if that's what you're looking for. Happy New Year to everyone. We'll see you guys in 2022. And, of course, go Bills. You just listen to the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Review and subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll see you next time. Leg out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.